0: So everyone on Unspeakable Bliss podcast and people streaming live on on YouTube, um, I have the distinct honor and pleasure to introduce my guest today, our guest today, Mr. Christopher Doris, the Mental Toughness Coach himself, the Miracle Creator. Oh man! There, so I have ten different things, ten different bullet points listed to talk about. what, What's your time frame looking like?
1: Oh, I got time. I have actually two hours. Before I start my Fry Me Bro. What is this? There you go. Fry Me Bro is a term that I use every Friday afternoon. I meet with my team. One of my team members, her name is Marlo. She's from Amsterdam. I guess in Dutch culture, no, I guess in Dutch culture, it is customary for people on Friday afternoons at the workplace to start drinking together, have a little celebration of the end of the week and wrap up whatever like light kind of, Work needs to get done. So we've adopted that in my organization. And at 2 p.m. It's p. like I knew it. Time, you did. Apparently, you you sensed it, bro. You're dialed in. So uh, this, is all, we'll just say this is warm-ups for my uh, Fry Me Bro, okay? <laughs> uh, which it starts in two hours. So I'm pretty good on time.
0: Okay. I hope you have more
1: Pinot Pino Grigio. I do. Awesome. And I brought up a backup ultra and just with a frozen mug in case that's, yeah
0: yeah i got i got backups as well Hard to
1: hear, so. <laughs> we are we are prepared baby <laughs> prior planning prevents poor performance there you go There's your first nugget prior planning it's not that's not
0: deep well you, you know that's actually one of the notes that i have written down as i was listening to you and john john the veteran is that his name john Oh, um,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Creasel. Yes. Yeah. Creasel. Yeah. I was I was just yep. listening to a yep.
0: podcast that Chris did on his podcast, which every everything that I reference, I'll link up in the show notes as well, including your podcast. Uh, and as I was listening, um, I was remembering how so we could talk about how you and I met. I think that would be a fun story um, to to share. But In lieu of that, I was thinking as I was listening to him, like, man, this guy doesn't it's like there's no secrets. And that's what I've always found so fascinating with you, because you're in the coaching industry. And my experience has been or at least sometimes with advertisements and selling and and this sort of thing is like, there's there's this secret here. And once you pay me, well, then I'll give you the keys to the castle. And I've never experienced that with you. It's like there's no secrets.
1: I love that. I'm like, that's great. I operate from the abundant mentality and nothing, I don't believe anything needs to be protected. I never, you know, when I I create a lot of content and I have never requested a copyright on anything. I've never trademarked stuff. You know, that ain't mine. It's
0: ours. Did you You know? know? that um so I just published my first book, which I'm sending you a copy of yeah baby this is going in the mail after we have this conversation congratulations
1: man it's a big deal bro
0: as long it's as its a big I'm, deal and look look at look did you did you notice how similar how similar these I don't know I don't I, maybe when you hold them that way now hold them sideways
1: <laughs> the other way <laughs> turn them like this. Kind like that.
0: Oh, okay. Mine's yeah, much longer. Go. Not you similar. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> <The> length matters. <laughs> hey, I got this thing down from eighty thousand words to like three thousand words, dude. Because I wanted my my Whoa. thing is I, I love yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love the book of being. You sent this actually. This is the copy you sent to my parents. Oh, very nice. So thank you uh, yeah but when I was when I was editing this down, I was like I just I want I want people just like this podcast like I told you yesterday when people hear or experience contemplations on the oneness of being when they read it I want I want to offer the most direct just boner of truth and humor <laughs> Well that's quite an offer I <laughs> hell
1: of an offer. That's...
0: who could refuse that yeah uh i don't know yeah humor man
1: you picked my uh for the for the um whatever
0: (laughs) social announcement for this (laughs) You picked an interesting picture, dude. <laughs> well, okay. So I went onto your Facebook and then I was, uh-huh. I was sharing it on my Instagram. And I was like, do I need to ask for permission to share this from his personal Facebook? And I checked in with myself. I said, he's fine with it. Well, I wouldn't have posted it publicly. I don't want that <laughs> out there. So how did, oh boy. Now you can start calling me Akbar akbar the miracle creator the
1: whirling dervish i was a whirling dervish in that picture this is a legit whirling dervish lid
0: yep that's that's good planning that's good preparation that was taken
1: in um that picture was taken in istanbul turkey
0: oh wow wow so where do you want to go how did you and i meet you wow i'm
1: not prepared for that (laughs) Uh, okay so just uh,
0: can i ask questions (laughs) please yeah this is this is you reached out to me it's like a conversation that's how i feel about this yes or no did you initially reach out to me uh no holy moly did i reach out to you first it's special in in my my circumstances special with you as we know you You reached out to me yes Okay, well, I'm all yours now because you got me, bro. Okay, so, and I I, almost, I was trying to find the post earlier today. I was feeling disillusioned with uh, the whole thing that's known as the coaching industry, which is really just a, a whole bunch of thoughts in my mind around what it is that I do and that you do and that a, a bunch of other people do. Uh, and I posted in the in the coaching jungle. It's a group on Facebook. With It is a jungle. It's an absolute fucking jungle. Oh. Uh, and I, I basically did this long. Oh, post. that's right.
1: Mark Mawinney is the guy who started that. Yeah. Coaching yeah. Jungle. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's Coming back to me now. Right. And, and I made this long post about how I want to work. If I'm going to continue to stay in the coaching industry or, or quit all of life together, because I group, I group what I do and who I am in, in one, one thing. I said, the only way that I'm going to stay is if I work with someone that demonstrably has suffered enough to show that they're a good person. And I mean, that's not actually what I said. Basically what I said was if you studied clinical mental health counseling or psychotherapy, then I want to work with you because to me that demonstrates that you actually give a shit more than just getting into this for some get rich kind of scheme. And I need to have that connection. Uh, otherwise I'm out. essentially is what it said. And you sent me a, I I believe, I think you sent me a direct message. You DM'd me saying like, Mm -hmm. Hey man, I read your post, uh, I already—I don't even, In so many words, you might have said, I, "I might, I might be able to help you or share some stuff with you." I was a social worker, et cetera, et cetera, and then we talked. And then a year later, we worked together, and there's a lot of incredible things that happened in between them. Yeah, Roger do
1: that. That's beautiful. <clears throat> Thanks for reminding me of that.
0: Yeah, I remember when one of the actually. I remember the conversation, one of our first conversations, I was in my parents' backyard in Cleveland, Ohio, right down the street from where I am right now. And you were telling me, I was telling you my vision of uh, spirituality and miracles and Alan Watts and Yogananda, Ram Dass, et cetera, et cetera. And you said, dude, you know, there's a school for that. You know that there's a school um, for for what you're talking about. And you were talking about the University of Santa Monica. And that's when you introduced me to Steve. Chandler, Steve Hardison, and the moment when you were telling me about USM, yeah, more you just mentioned them both in the same sentence. Bam, Boom. legends, all four legends, four legends on one screen, two two Steves and two Christophers. Ah, uh, what do you
1: know? What do you know?
0: Huh? Uh, <laughs> nice. And as you were telling me about that, I was looking at my, my mom had a garden in her backyard, uh, in my parents' backyard. I was looking at this big eggplant. And crawling on the eggplant, my memory tells me. My memory likes to inflate things. So I think you're not alone in that. <laughs> and there was this this uh, praying mantis that was this fucking big on the eggplant. And in the moment that I saw that, and then I looked up its spiritual significance. But but even before I looked up its spiritual significance, I knew, as Chris Doris is saying, dude, there's a probably an earbuds intimate more like this, dude. There's a there's a school for that. I knew I was going and i i just i signed up like pretty much immediately after we had that conversation for usm yeah yeah
1: yeah a lot of great a lot of i know a lot of great people uh who have gone there as students and who have taught there you know as professors
0: but you never went there
1: i never went there i don't even know
0: where i know it's in santa monica but i don't know where i've never seen it why why do you uh I was looking at like your, your podcast and just like, I think when I think of you, I think of mental, mental toughness, like that's what, that's what, that's the image that comes to mind. And if I think of like your day, I imagine you waking up, meditating, then reading like flashcards on mental toughness training, and then going and having a beer later. like, that's, that's <laughs> exactly that's it. And that's, and that's about 7am. Right. Right. Good. You got to start early. <laughs> Friday, what is the name of the? So, there's that. So,
1: fry me, bro, is obviously a fun bastardization of an actual uh Dutch term which I cannot pronounce. Okay, we are it's Friday party meeting or something like that. Which, so, fry me, bro. So, yeah, no, I don't, um, that's not exactly. What it looks like in the morning, but it's it's pretty close. The beers is just a little later for the beer, but, um, a.m. ten a.m. about nine thirty, nine thirty, depending on if I have a you know if I have like a workshop or something to do, I won't start drinking until at least three fourths of the way through that. But uh, <laughs> the first thing I do every morning, I do two things for sure, and this is fail safe. The very first things that I do. And it doesn't necessarily be, need to be in this room, or it isn't in the following order. Fumble. Yep, I'm going to recover that one. Got it. Uh, is I, I I, I think to myself, what do I get to do today? And I really get into the get-to mentality. which shouldn't be difficult if you can remember that like the odds of any of us occurring is basically fucking zero there's there's a guy a harvard grad who um his name is ali benazer and he did the math i encourage you to look it up whoever's watching or listening just google google ali a-l-i benazer b-i-n-a-z-i-r what are the odds? Ali Benazer, what are the odds? And you'll come up with a PDF that is really fun and mind blowing. The guy did the odds. He calculated the math of you, the odds of you occurring precisely as you are, as any of us are. And that, that it came out to this. It's estimated that in, in the cosmos, the number of particles, particles is 10 to the 80th power. It's a lot of shit, it's a big number, it's a lot of stuff. Particles, right? 10 with 80 zeros after it. That number seems huge, but it is puny in comparison to the actual odds of you occurring because those numbers are you are a one in 10 to the 2.7 millionth power probability. One in 10 to the 2.7 million. We, that doesn't even compute. It's, it's like, it, it's meaningless really because we have nothing to compare that to. So he came up with something to compare it to. He says, uh, let's get everybody in San Diego. So there's like 2 million people in San Diego. We give them dice to roll. All right? And the dice, everybody gets one die. And instead of like one through six on the die, the numbers are one through one trillion trillion nah. one through one trillion all the numbers are on the dice so a bow and air horn all two million people rolled their dice so the dice are flying all over the place smashing into each other and when all the dice settle all two million people's dice came up the same goddamn number that's the odds of you if you can remember that <laughs> winning Winning, like talk about the ultimate lottery that we won. We won the impossible, we won the lottery to get into the impossible party, right? So everything that occurs is a get to. So I start the day getting into that mentality, right? Where I used to say, oh, what do I gotta do today? Like have to. What a waste of the miracle of life. What a what a complete ruining of the true magical essence of existence. So I wake up and I and I appreciate everything that I have planned. Some of it may occur, some of it might go away, but all of it's get to. So I get into the get, what do I get to do today? What do I get to, oh, I get to, I get to hang with Christopher Cameron's podcast. Yeah, baby. I get to have a friendly bro. My life is really easy to get in the get to, so then the second thing that I do, I have written on my bathroom mirror, hashtag B-D-D-O-M-L. Do you know what that stands for, Mr. B? Yes.
0: Uh, okay. um, B, give it give it to me slow. That's what she said. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: If that's how you like it. <laughs> I'll give it to anybody you want it. Best? Best. I know it, bro. I know it. I know bring it. Great best damn b d d day b what's the next letter best day of best damn day of what's the next letter m my best damn day of my next letter l life i was gonna add an mf in there after
1: well i had there's many versions <laughs> Later on I, I'm gonna change my shirt after this before our, my fry me bro and I'll either say fry me bro hashtag fry me bro or hashtag bfD on big fat dick well, you know you, you got a thing going on. there's a theme here <laughs> Freudian <laughs> slips I guess, yeah so uh, or not
0: so oh,
1: um <laughs> yeah best damn day. So that's the second thing that I do is I, I actually go through a, a ritual that sometimes takes a half a second, sometimes takes a couple minutes, but not more than that actually ever, uh, where I decide I make a declaration. That right there is one of the best sounds in the world. I interviewed recently for my podcast, the founder. This is amazing. This is amazing. This is true shit. I interviewed the founder um, of Dogfish Head Brewery. Whoa. Have you ever have you had any? Have you ever had yes. Dogfish Head? Yeah, yes, I, I bet you love. It. It's, it's amazing. Sam Calagione. He and I went to uh, Muhlenberg together. Same college, a little tiny little school in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and he's just gone on to create unbelievable levels of success simply by trusting the organizing intelligence inherent within his passion, which is crazy craft beer. So when I'm interviewing him. He had sent me a bunch of uh, his beers in advance of the interview. So I got them all here. And, and I told him that I, I said, I, I'm going to, you know, uh, tell you in a minute, but I have my favorite of all of your beers here. He goes, what is it? I'm like, I'm not telling you. You're going to tell me by the sound of the opening of the can. What? And he goes, all right. I'm like, oh, okay. So I do what you just did. I open it up. And he goes, okay, that's a lighter one. I'm like,
0: <laughs> you were joking, right? One. You were joking. That was a I poem. was joking, and know. he was being serious. And he goes, it's one or two,
1: it's one or two. It's either some I forget, some ale, or some, no, it's some other some, some other thing. He says it, and I'm just and and I, I didn't give him any like yes or no. So he went, or it's the sequence. I go, God. I held it. up
0: the sequel. He fucking got it by the sound. I gave him no clues. that's, that's, anyway. that's mastery. That's that's the miracle <laughs> right there. Again.
1: That is mastery, bro. That is what happens when you stay with your craft.
0: Pun intended. Oh, it wasn't, but that's
1: good. <laughs> you said it. I can't take credit for that, but <laughs> you know it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay with the craft
0: so on the so, note so, so go yeah. ahead go ahead all right what do you got so the
1: second thing and i'll just wrap this part up uh that i do in the morning is uh without fail then there's other different versions of morning rituals but these two things are never skipped is get to and and i go through the ritual of declaring that this is the best damn day of my life and i have that be true that ain't hokey bullshit that's not kumbaya nonsense it's legit practice and some days it ain't so easy like especially if I'm like sick. It's work. Why can't I, why can't I have the best damn day of my life when I have the flu? Why not? Who, who Where's the rule on that? Uh, where why? You're not I vaccinated. Have to... <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know the number one mistake, bro. Do you have, well, let me put this in question form. What do you think is the number one mistake that I've witnessed people making throughout the entirety of my career? Uh, the, the number one mistake that I've observed humans making in the pursuit of their desires.
0: Well, I, I know what it is. I just, maybe you use different words for it. It, it would be buying into the illusion of f e false evidence, appearing real fear. Oh, and then, exactly. and then acting based on those thoughts and misbeliefs and misidentifications. Maybe cool. you call it right. something else.
1: So then a symptom
0: of that, right. Cause it's
1: conditioned learned, learned fear. Right. Uh, then the the biggest symptom that I've witnessed, right, that that applies to uh, people in the process of creating what they want for themselves, including who they want to be, is waiting, unnecessarily waiting, putting unnecessary time in between themselves and their desires, okay? Like, for example, waiting for a certain number of dollars in your um, bank account to feel financially stable. Waiting to be recognized with titles or accolades before you feel like you have achieved some mastery. Waiting to win a tournament uh, to feel like you belong among the pros. I used to coach a lot of professional athletes and wait for all kinds of shit. Like top 125 golfers on the planet, they still don't know if they belong sometimes. So waiting, 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 waiting. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. I try to delete all of that bullshit. I remove all the unnecessary. I work my ass off at removing all the unnecessary time that I put between me and my desires and that the people I I work with put in between themselves and their desires. One of the ways I practice that is the first thing in the morning. I decide that I'm not going to wait to see what happens today. I'm simply going to start it off by already preemptively saying, you know what, what the fuck? This is the best damn day of my life. Let's go get it from there.
0: do you, do you, uh do you reconcile waiting with and and discernment and what i mean by that let's say there's this let's let's say you want you want to give a talk at you're going you're going to come and coach tony robbins you're you're going to do a sem, a sales seminar for tony robbins because he's not good at sales not as good as he could be let's say let's just say that and so do, do you take a moment and go oh shit well instead of me because my, my mind I'm going into my own fears which is like I'm gonna call the per I'm gonna I'm about to call Chris Doris and get the phone number for Tony Robbins and call and say what I want it's almost like I don't know if I'm not trusting my own impulse or what it is but the question that I'm getting at is like when you see the big thing the big thing that you maybe let's say you were waiting for but you no longer want to wait for. And you see, well, the most direct path is acts, and then the mind comes in and goes, yeah, but maybe you gotta, uh, uh, like this. This is this is what I think about. Like I, I, and again, this is like my book, man. This is how, like, I just go, I try to go, mm, right, right for it. And like I think of, um, for example, how Steve Hardison will, what I call, build up people, and I think he's doing it. Actually, cool. I, I feel that he's doing it genuinely. Like, hey. Here's Chris Doris. He's this person, this person, this person. He's going to call you and this, and then he calls the other person and he's like, "Hey, here's this person, and you guys are going to." Whereas, like my kind of thing is where where he couldn't be more genuine. By the way, he couldn't be more genuine. Yes, yes. that that occurs. That is infinitely authentic. That's all he is. I'm just. I'm. I'm only saying that because I haven't had. I mean, I've. I've had some voice notes and audio messages and things like that ex- exchange. So that's, that's, that's why I'm He's as authentic way. as any human being could ever be. But yeah. anyway, I, I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, no. It's, it's That's, I, I like that interruption. Um, I guess what I'm getting at is, do you like, as far as strategy goes for not waiting, do you then go into, do you use the, the other note that I have written down here slowing down? Cause I know that's been a big thing that you and I have, talked about and do you then go in okay well this is the thing that i want and what's the most effective strategy to achieve it is my question even clear with the whole preamble i gave around it it was a short question could you make it a little longer uh probably not probably not (laughs)
1: good (laughs) so i um Okay, there's a whole lot in that. All right, slowing down is one of the most, slowing down, by the way, is the most lucrative discipline that I've ever incorporated into my life. Lucrative. It's been valuable in many, many other ways, but I'm also saying specifically that slowing down as a practice, as a discipline, is the most lucrative of any discipline or practice that I've integrated into my vocation, hands down. And the paradox is that by slowing down certain things,
0: a lot of really good shit speeds way up like profitability. That's because that's it seems paradoxical with not waiting and slowing down. It seems being the operative word in your observation.
1: So I'll There's put a- sh- shit loads of time and effort into mastering something. So like slowing down so that I can speed a lot of shit up. Let me give an example. So it's not just some weird theoretical, fluffy bullshit dialogue. Right. There was a, okay. I'm working with Steve Chandler at the time of this story. And he's teaching me slowing down. I'm pretty fast paced, dude. Jersey Philly guy, you know, Northeast. Yeah. We walk fast. We talk fast. We do a lot of shit fast. And I like some, I love driving fast, but I don't like the expense that accompanies being in a hurry. Um, I don't like the expense that comes with being, moving so fast through life that you miss the gifts that are ever present. Opportunities that are obvious, but not to you because you're too fucking harried, you know, to witness and observe. I uh, have so many great stories about this one. All right. Well, here's a shorter one. Uh, former colleague. I, I, I did some work at a, a law firm one one time several years ago. Uh, part of the firm hired me. The litigation department hired me to help them because they got a they got a they need mental toughness because they need to build their own book of practice. They, they got to be salespeople in addition to lawyers, and it's tough. So uh, one of the lawyers that worked there, we stayed in touch over the years. Um, Nancy Giles is her name. A big KU fan, Kansas Jayhawks fan. In fact, we went on a leadership trip together to South Africa. So we stay in touch. And Nancy sends me this email one time or Facebook message. And, and she's asking some very, you know, big life questions. She's like, I want to pick your brain. And I love your input on some of these things. She's asked some, some really like big life questions, like big time, changing careers, becoming a, a, a mom, you know. Uh, didn't, she didn't have a, like a boyfriend even at the time. She would to become mom, adopt a child, what or no, have her own child. So big, big questions. And I start writing my answer. I'm typing away. Right. Like, like I do when I see an email, if it's like an email I care about, I'll respond to delete, like get, get rid of it. Just, you know, that's the, the thing, right? The practice. Oh, here's a message. Let's answer it and delete and move on to the list, you know, keep going as if that's the best way to fucking live. And um, so I started like answering. Robot. Exactly. An absolute automaton. So I start typing and then I, mean, I remember and I hear Steve, his voice, he's like, CD. Woo Sa, baby. Slow down, and so I hit delete. I hold the delete button. Just go, and everything's gone. I start over, and I go. These questions are way too important for me to respond here. Uh Would you like to get together on Monday morning at my office? I'll give you ninety minutes. I'm not going to charge a damn thing. Just come over, and we will give these questions the attention that they deserve. And she said, "Really? Hell yeah!" So we met at my office and, and, you know, during this conversation, I thought, man, Nancy's just so great. And she has great things going on in her life. I know I could help her. She would be an amazing client. I'm going to ask her if she wants to. I didn't even get a chance. Towards the other conversation, she's like, what do we got to do? I'm like, hmm? she goes, what? to keep going. i want to hire you. What, what, what do we got to do? I'm like, good on you. Look at you go. And I told her and she goes, all right, I don't have that right now. I'm gonna go get it. I'm gonna go get that money, just like you did. And she went and she got it. <laughs> right not exactly mind. the same, it's not exactly the same, but you know, she went, she created it. Like you guys both created, she went and created it. And she became a client for two years and an unbelievable client who was referred to me, referred to me other clients. And, you know, so it was a beautiful experience in every conceivable way, only because I slowed down in the moment and 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 got out of my auto response my habituated response which is like you know that where the unconscious mission or priority is to delete messages (laughs) and it would come at the expense of serving the hell out of a human being like truly serving and benefiting from the experience and you know reward and finances and you know and, and referrals and so that's, that's just one of a million stories uh, of slowing down. So that's just a piece of an answer, part of the answer to your uh, 40,000 word question. You also said in the question, you, you, you were giving an example and you said, uh, you have this idea, you had this grand idea, some desire, and, and immediately on the heels of the arising of the desire, Because of our conditioned minds, how we've been trained to think over time. Oh, boy. What did I do? You say, yeah, but – so we have an idea. And then the brain goes, yeah, but – so I just finished yesterday writing the content for my next book, which is going to be the book of mental toughness mantras. Nice. And one of the mantras is get your
0: head out, yeah, but. Yeah, but if I did that –
1: Yeah, but right. It's obviously playing. words. get your head out of your butt. Get your head out of yeah, but. So watch Ah, the yep.
0: I like that. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Get your head out of yeah, but. That's a fun one, right? Yeah, but I think you could come up with something better. (laughs) Yeah, but I think that's a stretch right now. (laughs) (laughs) A stretch.
1: Pay pay attention. Well, yeah. Yeah, but pay attention. This is uh, this is a real thing. Yeah, is, is is like pay attention whenever you have an idea. Watch, watch when other people say it to you, and watch when you think it to yourself. Yeah, but in the brain, instantly going to obstacles. Why it might not work? Right. How hard it's gonna be? <sighs> blah blah blah.
0: And it's all those Instagram butts I'm looking at. I think that's yeah. what's doing it. <laughs> Some butts are okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is this is what I want to what I want to share with you, because uh, you you to backtrack a little bit on the infographic that you talked about with the dice and this dude, which I'll put I'll put all of this in the show. Ali Benazer, what are the odds? Yeah, and. You, I think this is the same thing that you turned me on to. And I looked at this, this thing years ago and I used to remember the numbers and it was cool. I felt cool when I could rattle them off. Don't remember them anymore. However, what I do remember is that in this graphic, and this is for everyone to blow their mind and recall the miracle that they are uh, infinitely, if and it, Let me know if this rings a bell for you too, Chris. I, I believe this thing said that if the world was just covered in water, the round globe, this is not a flat earth theory. If the round globe was just covered in water, there were no continents on it. And a turtle popped its head out of the water Yeah. randomly, randomly on this globe of water, and then randomly... This is not another Freudian thing here. Randomly there was a <laughs> I don't know, buddy. <laughs> very, very obvious pattern. <laughs> there, there was all... there was this is this represents a flotation device. Of course it does. That's, that's actually a that's an international symbol for flotation device. Right, you've seen it. Three fingers. You seen it, you've seen it. Exactly. And yeah. so the, the turtle pops its head up. <laughs> it's a long turtle head out of the flotation device yeah that, that's this that's equivalent to the chances of us being alive randomly both of these mm-hmm. objects are randomly floating around and at the same time turtle's right. head comes <clears throat> just like this repeatedly yeah. oh that's that's so that's that you remember that i'm i'm yeah. reading the yep and then yeah i remember
1: you pointing that out are you mentioning that wasn't one of the things that stuck with me that's one of the things that really stuck with you because i remember you saying that this exact to me uh multiple times yeah and that is it's mind-blowing it is mind-blowing so it's important to remember that um (laughs) your boy our boy alan watts my favorite of all of his quotes ever is this each of us is an aperture international symbol for flotation device. Each of us is an aperture through which the universe observes itself. Only the game that we're playing is to not know that. I'll repeat that. Each of us is an aperture through which the universe observes itself. Only the game that we're playing is to not know that. so the game that we're playing is to remember that we are expressions of divine grace in human form and we forget that. It's like he also called it the ultimate game of hide-and-seek. We hide ourselves to find ourselves, right? So I want to make the game of finding myself easier, uh, as easy as possible. And And it does get a lot easier. I tell you, like, measurably, ridiculously easier when I start my day by getting my goddamn head right, by remembering what we're talking about right now, that this is a fucking miracle. Everything is. Einstein said that same deal. That's my favorite quote of his is there's only two ways to look at life. One is as if nothing is a miracle. The other is as if everything is. And I choose the latter. And so do I. Start your day acknowledging. Oh, my God. I woke up. I get more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> more m- impossible miracle to experience. Woo! Get you Let's go create miracles. We are miracles designed to create miracles. Why would I not expect to create miracles on the daily? Go into the day with that mentality. I tell you what you're doing is you're releasing chemicals like dopamine and serotonin, maybe a little oxytocin. Those are the on switches for all intelligence centers of the brain. How do you not get creative when you're having those chemicals flow?
0: Question for you around this? Yeah, because it's exciting. I love it. I'm a I'm a firm believer, a firm experiencer of that. What you say? But before I get to the question, a really funny note that I want to share with you because it's funny, and that's yeah, why. I appreciate that. That's, that's another quote that I love of Alan, Alan Watts. He says the best form – and he's he's quoting some Zen monk or something. He says the best form of meditation is waking up and first thing in the morning doing 10 minutes of belly-roaring laughter.
1: <laughs> oh, I never heard of that. That's neat. That's
0: fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> right on.
0: So, oh, okay. In in lieu, in light of miracles. The other day I was doing the only kind of waiting that's healthy or good. If mm. you know what I'm if you know what I'm mm. saying. Look at the guns, bro. You
1: are you are, by the way,
0: in phenomenal shape. I'm coming back. It's gonna be even better. And thank you. I received that fully. I'm competing with my friend and who I was competing with. We were on our way to the gym doing the only good kind of waiting. And as I was checking in, because I'm, I'm just visiting in, in town, uh, Cleveland right now, so I was his guest and as the, the uh, person was checking me in, I just briefly looked at her name tag and I thought of the corner of my eye, peripheral, I thought her name tag said eBay, E-B-A-Y. But I'm thinking, I mean, I believe in miracles. That's, you know. I don't know about that, so I I just kind of want to put myself out there, which I like to do, even if I make a fool out of myself. <laughs> and I say to her, I say, "Wow, your names!" And then I fully looked at it, but I didn't I didn't like double check to make sure that it was for sure eBay. I just and and, and at the point of you saying, "Wow, your names!" What are, you know? What are you gonna? You can't really recover or change the topic. And I say. Your names and I look down and I say eBay, and I look at my buddy and I look at her and she says, "Yeah," and I just say, "I'm like, that's a beautiful name," but I said I wanted to say a lot of other things. I said that's a beautiful name because I was about to start laughing and I, I, I didn't Cause want to... like you yeah, because you were really thinking. That's I like was really name. thinking like, is your sister's name Amazon? Like. <laughs> what... <laughs> There was a lot of other really good jokes. That's the, like my mind was overloaded with. Oh my god, the awesome things I could say right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. So we walk away. I get far enough away, and I just started laughing hysterical with my, my friend, who's a he's a, a manager at a car dealership, and he tells me he's like, bro, the other day, someone came in, and he spelled it out: M-Y-R-A-C-L-A-E. He said some someone came in to buy a car and their name was M. And he said the, the, my coworker said that to her, my my rackle or my rackle. And he's like, Do you know what this is? Bro, the moment that he showed me, I knew what it was. I'm like, that's a miracle, man. That's miracle. Uh,
1: that's the miracle, man. That's brilliant. That's so good. <laughs> miracle. What a great name.
0: eBay or Miracle?
1: <laughs> I, I Miracle, I think, is a great name. I don't know about eBay. That's messed up. I don't know what's going on with parents there. Or maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe it's like a from another language. Maybe maybe eBay was named after like maybe eBay is a cultural word that I've never actually googled the meaning of the word eBay. It could be something. Yeah, amazing.
0: I I. I speculating that it's electronic buy. Miracles, what a great name though, because it, yeah. I mean, what a great
1: reminder, right? Every time somebody says your name, you're reminded that that's exactly not just your name. That's what you are.
0: Mm-hmm. Or you know, everyone's, every time someone says your name, you're reminded that if you don't like it that much, you could always put it online and maybe someone else will buy it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the question that, the, the question around uh, just... We're being, we're being, we're vibing up. We're hyping up. Life's a miracle. Holy shit. It's amazing. Yeah, but, and here's the yeah, but, because I imagine that you've worked with people when you were a social worker and God, even, you know what? Forget that. I mean, well, include that. But even when you're coaching people, the mind's resistance to, yeah, but that, that's true, but not for me, or I'm too depressed or I'm too this, I'm too that my you're a straight white male you know like basically all of the stuff around when we communicate these things with people and and it's an interesting place right Chris because some people it seems like they want to change and they talk about changing and they talk to you or they talk to me about changing and then I'll I'll unload the arsenal of change and transformation and mental toughness practices and at this and and there's there seems to be what do, you, what do you do when you come up against the case that seems like it wants to be cracked, says it wants to be cracked, yet it seems like the yeah buts are just – there's a force field of yeah-butts? Yeah, you well, know, they're just fucking thoughts, man. So don't,
1: don't – stop giving a shit about them. That's it. Simple as that. I don't want to analyze. I used to be a licensed therapist. One of the things – so in between social work and now was licensed therapist. And one of the things I learned to do as a licensed therapist in my training was to psychoanalyze. And we do a lot more of that than is necessary.
0: Ah, okay. So it's like mental masturbation. So I have,
1: totally. I have, yeah, but it's unnecessary mental gymnastics. It's like I, 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 yeah, but it's just a fucking thought, okay? The whole yeah, but is an obstacle, fear-based thought. But that's, it's just a thought. I don't have to, I don't have to, I can just stop caring about it. Honest to God, let it be as simple as that. Just I don't care about that stupid, limiting, uh, unnecessary pause, creating immobilizing thought.
0: Yeah, and but it's still replace here.
1: Replace it. I see you doing the work over there. I see you. <laughs> and replace it. Okay. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great cheesy pose. Let's just take a screenshot of that. <laughs> Did you get it? No, I didn't. I was, I was actually just
0: trying to bring value. <laughs>
1: <You>
0: <laughs> that do. is good.
1: That's
0: good. I it. I can't, well. can't multitask. How are you so, doing on your? On your oh, go ahead.
1: I'm pacing myself, bro. What is that?
0: This is. Um, it's a strange beast. What is it? A hard kombucha, seven percent alcohol, ginger, lemon, and hibiscus.
1: You and got it's all organic. Funky,
0: you got some funky drinks over there, bro. Well, but like you're uh, the brother that you interviewed for the See, dog, Fish Head. The pumpkin. sequence. Yeah, the sequence. Yeah, well, he makes crazy, crazy, crazy. He, my, my friend who I'm visiting here uh, in Cleveland, a good good friend of mine, I did the last podcast with him. Uh, he's a manager at a restaurant downtown, and they give him a bunch of beers to go try at home. And uh, I'm trying them at home.
1: One well, nice. life. Well, that's, that's a good deal. That's beautiful. That's- Good marketing too.
0: Yeah, similar yes. to what you did with you in a way.
1: Uh, do you remember where we were before we tangented? Right there.
0: I was going to begin saying something, and then I thought you were on the verge of saying something, so I, I was. I was in the middle. Something. I was responding to you. But well, I don't remember the original thing that I was going to say. There you go. I got. I do. I do have a place to go though. Because I. Okay, here's how we're doing, by the way. One, two, three, four, five. We've knocked five things off the list, and there's five right. things to go. Well,
1: well, there's two things that you mentioned. I don't know if they're on your list or not, uh, but you said vibe up a second ago, and that's that's a really good thing. Let's vibe to, up. To open it up uh, or to unpack. And then the, the other is, um, <clears throat> I, I think I, I, I did mention it to you yesterday in our conversation.
0: Uh,
1: I mentioned the mantra that I came up with after the Greek islands experience.
0: This is this is what's on the list is the forty eight laws into right, okay, the that, third power. There you go. All right, cool. All right, you pick whatever you want. What you want to do? Okay. Um, this this is where I want to go, just because as I was as I was preparing for today, uh, the T-shirt. Oh, that, I got it. I got uh, it. Where we yeah, left off. Go Hold for that it. thought. Hold go that for it. Yeah, it's written We're down already. We're finishing.
1: Yeah, but so it's like replace it. So it's just a thought. Don't give a shit about it. All right. Let swipe left. Okay. If it doesn't feel good. It's a fucking
0: lie. Ooh. That. Ooh, oh, that's the, no. We just got the title of the podcast. Good, good. Yeah, that can be a good one. Yeah, it's a fucking lie. Can I put fucking yeah. in the title? You, we'll you, see yeah. <laughs> can you not?
1: <laughs> so I dare you not to. Mm-hmm. Triple dog dare you?
0: I'm so taking long. that bait. My,
1: my tongue's on the frozen pole with that one. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> good call. Good call. Way to pick it up. So replace the thought, right? Stop caring about it and replace it with whatever serves you because a yeah, but it's never going to serve you, right? What will serve you is yeah, and yeah, and, and I'm going to crush this and I love this and all I do is create miracles. Let's get you some, let's get it and let's get it as, as fast as possible. I can't speed up the rate at which... You- plant grows but i sure can slow the fuck down so let's go with the speed of life let's cruise let's
0: it's go so good miracles. that's so good can you get a t-shirt because chris has t-shirts at least he Ooh. did i believe he's still i imagine that he still does i something. dressed up for you today man yeah this, this is dressed up for me bro what is it ralph lauren it, it is it's a little polo stitch <laughs> well i i i want to see a this is what i want to see I want to see a Ralph Lauren shirt with one of your quote with the quote if it doesn't feel good it's a fucking lie. Oh, no, I'm going to write that down. If it doesn't feel good. Like that's a that's you know com or whatever you're, I think that's your website. Yeah, but mentaltoughnessconvos.com
1: is the current website. Cool. For, with all the swag, with all the sayings. I'm I'm after this I'm doing my Friday bro. So I'm going to talk to Micah, who runs my
0: whole biz, and we're going I to. I know Micah. That. You know Micah, right? If it doesn't feel good, it's a fucking lie. Yeah. No. No. Like asterisk, the, No. That no. F asterisk, word. Okay. My, good. good. We're we're clear. Clear.
1: It's a beautiful word. So <laughs> I'm going to switch to these. So you just got the sound and the ear, the AirPods that went. Boo, boop, boop
0: which means it's running out of juice. So I'm going gotcha. to switch. So it sounds switch. real good. If you wanted to try it without, I'm I'm going without. I mean, how do I sound on your end? Uh, perfect. You probably don't even need the headphones, but whatever you want. Well, actually,
1: I actually don't know how to turn these off. Did I just take them out? Does that turn them off?
0: Yeah, if you just take them out, it turns them off.
1: How about
0: now? Uh, speak again.
1: All right, I'm gonna plug in these. Yeah, yeah. You sound nice. let's great. let's get to. Um... Are we
0: good? We're good. We're good. All right,
1: All right. good.
0: Uh, 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 I'm being <laughs> big decision, very big decision. Is, Don't fuck this up. Is, do it. He's getting new countertops, so I'm gonna make a joke, and I'm. <laughs> you know that that actually was a great thing. So
1: you referenced it earlier. Well, and this is actually a good. This is actually a good point. Okay, because uh, the mantra, which I believe I may or may not have referenced it earlier, every set of circumstances can be created from, if viewed masterfully.
0: Every.
1: No exceptions. Well, my favorite, barring no exceptions. None. So my favorite quote of Byron Katie's. Is until you are able to respond to all of life with enthusiasm, your work is not done. Now, now note that the the quote is not until you are able to respond to most things, you know, I mean, with the exception of like the really Really tragic one. No, she says until you're able to respond to all of life with enthusiasm your work is not done so i'm doing this podcast interview with retired staff sergeant john creasel a couple weeks ago it's the current most current podcast episode right now from my podcast tough talks and and in the middle of the goddamn thing (laughs) it's never happened before you saw this you saw it happen
0: I yeah I was dude I was doing one arm push ups listening to this before <laughs> before we got home. I was getting ready dude I was vibing up
1: oh man. my god that's so good dude so he, he goes oh oh man I'm so sorry I got there's somebody at the I got to answer this it's um they're delivering my countertops I'm like it was abrupt it was abrupt too it, he he meant to tell me in advance of uh-huh. recording he did not he forgot thank God I'm so happy he did forget. I'm so, thank God he forgot because what happened was just perfect. And so, but I didn't, I didn't feel like it was perfect immediately. So what you see in that podcast episode is actually me working, doing the goddamn work. So he goes, I got to answer the door. And he, he gets up and walks the fuck away. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? What the fuck. So I just start jibber jabbering, and and I end up, you know, working through it and, and saying, well, I, somehow this is the best damn thing could happen. And then I realize afterwards, like we're not editing this out. This is a perfect. This is what a gift because of what we're talking about. He had his legs blown off in Iraq, in IED. Both of his legs were blown off. He watched his two friends die. He watched his legs get blown, blown off. He woke up, you know, he passed out and he woke up eight days later after an induced coma and realized his legs are gone. And his instant reaction was like, no, this matters. I'm alive. Let's just move forward. I'm like, From oh. the knee?
0: From the waist?
1: I, I, I don't know. I think one was above, one is above the knee. one's below the knee amputation. It's crazy. Yeah. And now he's a golfer. Uh, wow. So... And a motivational speaker and whatnot, but uh, yeah, he got up in the middle and gave me this beautiful opportunity to trust timing, to not have a problem with what is, which is exactly the whole point that he and I were making: is stopping having a problem with what is, and that's a Krishnamurti quote, Jiddu Krishnamurti, right? Because somebody asked Krishnamurti, like, man, how come you're always so smooth? Like nothing phases you, bro. What's the gig? He goes well. My secret, you see, is I don't
0: have a problem with what happens. Amen to that. Yeah. That's that's my favorite. I literally, bro. Before you were saying it, that I was thinking about uh, Rupert Rupert Spira. He's a meditation teacher. Loved the dude, and he talks about how he saw Krishna right before he died. It's probably somewhere in California, and he said the like someone asked him like, so what's the what's the one thing that you would say, or what's the What's the whole message out of all this? And what, like, five words, probably? I don't mind what happens. What? <laughs> yeah, and I think that most people, like, the untrained
1: mind would hear that as, like, so you're just a fucking wuss. Just, right. Just, you don't know, give a fuck about your complacency and a pushover? So you're a solipsist? So you're it, <laughs> <laughs> And
0: it's, it's the you...
1: opposite of that. It's the, it's the absolute, it's the opposite of that. Right. Right. It's like it's like the, the master, the true master is like a 10th degree black belt in Wu Wei, which is the Chinese principle of working with not resisting, working with reality, working with it. So one of the great uh, my favorite, like, I don't have to quote or whatever it is, but I got it from Chandler, Steve Chandler. And I, I, that's where I originally heard it. And it goes, the pessimist complains about the wind. The optimist is sure it'll go away. Whereas the realist is like, what's wrong with you people? Sets his sails and whew, hauls ass across the sea. Right, so there's three characters in the story, right? The pessimist, who I think is actually more transparent and courageous than the optimist, because the optimist is just in a state of delusion. So the, the pessimist is saying, oh, this wind sucks. And at least it's being transparent about it. I hate this shit. Whereas the optimist is like, well, this unpleasant situation, windiness. I'm sh- this too shall pass. Whereas a realist is like, fucking guys, you know, use it, man. Like, and they call a realist, meaning the person who's cool with what's real, the person who can work with what is. So let's utilize, let's leverage the circumstance. And that goes back to the mantra every set of circumstances can be leveraged for gain, mutual or individual and collective gain, if viewed masterfully. And that's a big ass if, because your ability, my ability to respond. So the way I responded to, um, John Creesel getting up in the middle of my podcast to answer his door to accept delivery of his fucking granite countertops.
0: I would give me a B plus. I heard that, and I right when I heard it, I was I jokingly was pulling your leg and thinking like B. Well, fuck, you're a tough grader, bro. <laughs> Damn, Gina. No, no, okay. I, 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 the people pleaser in me wants to give you an A. Mi- no, I think an A minus or probably I'd probably. give a uh, B- Look, yo, B- I'm happy.
1: B plus is, is even good. a B. No, yo, know, given the, like that, just several years ago, I would have been like, fucking what? I'm like, who is this guy? What's the matter with? I would have taken it personally. Are I, you I, committed? I, I well, I might have just said, well, I'm not even <laughs> publishing this shit.
0: Oh you know, wow, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, like the hell with him, and. So I
0: love my response. I love where, let me, did I tell you the story about Steve Hardison and the flat tire? It was smooth. Like it was, it was smooth. I could feel that you were a little uncomfortable. Maybe, maybe. I was, I
1: was uncomfortable. There was a long period of
0: silence because I'm like, what are even, you know, so. uh, (laughs) No, you didn't tell me that story.
1: But, but but, all right. So I'll tell you the story in a second. Okay. This is actually totally relevant. This is perfect. This is a nice juxtaposition of examples here of working with what is. And being able to do it rapidly. So, Steve Hardison, for those of you who are watching, here's another visual aid. That's this guy here. He's the author of that big fat book,
0: The Ultimate Coach.
1: Yeah, baby, right? He's I'll not be be working ar- with him. Him. I'm, no. I'm, I, I, I working said the wrong thing.
0: He is not. Okay, good for you. Yeah,
1: he is. I would like to be in the room for and one you, of those And sessions. you again, and you again. At of baby. I welcome that every day. So uh, he is not the author of that book. He is the sub one of he, whatever. It's a book about being. It's about a book about you, but it was being. inspired by his the way he bees. <laughs> so uh, this should be happening like any minute now. Again, this year, every every summer, so like right around now, Steve takes a trip to some city in a neighboring state. He lives here in Arizona. So, and he just goes and creates miracles spontaneously. He doesn't have any agenda. He gets a place to stay and that's it. That's the end. He'll be there for like six days and he'll just co-create magic because that's all he does.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. No no
0: reservation? Just goes there and figures it out?
1: Well, he'll he'll make a reservation for a place to sleep, but then he has no agenda. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... The only agenda he has is he's going to co-create miracles with all the humans he happens to interact with. So, like, so he picks Santa Monica, as a matter of fact, last year, last uh, last June, just like almost exactly a year ago. And you know, so he pulls up into the you know the, the entryway to whatever okay. hotel he's staying at, and the uh, the, the, the bellboys come out, and, and his car is loaded up with, like, books and all kinds of gifts and shit that he knows he's going to be giving away to people <laughs> who show up in his world, who he cra- crosses paths with. So, you know, they're helping him with all his stuff. And and sure enough, he's there in the portico for an hour, like, meeting these guys, taking pictures, getting their names, getting their stories, posting it on social. This is the deal. It's on. Game on. So, like, everyone, he has a wait It's like, okay, this is a human. He probably did it at a gas station in, like, you know, Ohio or some shit on the way over there. So so he documents this whole thing, and it's just an amazing – I presume you're connected with him on Facebook?
0: No. Right. Yes, I am.
1: So so did you watch this story last year that I'm telling right now? No. Whatever. So watch the next one. Not yet. All right. Well, so he, yeah, he documents. It's so incredible. You know, and he's and he posted on Instagram and Facebook. He's really, really good documentarian. So uh, it's just a great thing to watch. So the whole thing ends. And six days later, he says he called he calls each one a different name. He called this one a top hat tour because he's got a top hat and he brings it out there. So it's whatever. And he goes, Top hat tour complete. I'm heading home to see my girlfriend who happens to be my wife, Amy. I love you so much. I can't wait to see you I miss you. And I'll be home soon. So that was it. It's like, all right, that was great. Man. You know, he, There's like 20 posts throughout the week, and they're all just really inspiring and nice. So then three hours later, he actually posts another post on Facebook. He goes, Top Hat Tour, apparently not complete. <laughs> <laughs> there's more magic to be created. I have a flat tire. I am 120 miles out in the middle of the desert in June, 120 degrees, and I have no spare. How lucky am I? I get to create more magic. That's his goddamn response. That's his fucking response. So I'm reading, and he goes, I get to call... So he drives a little Porsche, and that's why he doesn't have a spare, because they don't have them. There's no 9-11. Room. Yeah, right. So... You know, he goes. I get to, I get to call Porsche roadside assistance, and I get to, you know, make miracles with whoever answers the phone. And the woman answers the phone, and he's all amped up. And she's like, "Are you okay, sir?" And he goes, "Oh my God, Grace, this is the best <laughs> thing ever." And she's like, "Are you on drugs?" <laughs> he's sound way too happy for the situation you're in. He's like, "I'm totally on drugs. I am drugs. <laughs> That's like Salvador." Salvador Dali, Dali baby. a boy. Yeah, I don't do drugs. I am drugs. But he's like, Yeah, I'm on dopamine and serotonin. I'm amped up. He goes, All right, so what are we going to do? And she's like, Man, this is great. God bless it. And my job, this is not a phone call I get too often. <laughs> not like this. So she goes, Well, I'm going to send Marcus out, and he's going to pick you up in the flatbed. He's going to pick you in your car up. And he goes, Oh, Marcus. Huh. Oh, my God. He's about to have the ride of his life, and he doesn't even know it.
0: And she's like, oh, my God. And Dude, so, she's calling Marcus going, you yeah, got a on dopamine like, and serotonin. Yeah, yeah, terrible. yeah. So just,
1: you know, be stand, <laughs> be on guard. So, and sure enough, you know, he does have the ride of his life. And then he tells the rest of the story. It's remarkable, you know, to be able to spend two hours in a, in a, in a truck being driven by, you know, driving Steve Hardison is basically a Be With session, which is like 10 grand. And he got that for free. So that's amazing. And, um, you know, so I'm telling this story because I love the story, right? And I'm using it in the context of my coaching and webinars and stuff because it's a great story of how, you know, it's what we're working towards by training the mind, right? So I can define mental toughness as the result of doing so much goddamn work on reprogramming the way that you use your mind so you can automatically, instantly respond to life with grace, and mastery, and creativity, and enthusiasm, and, and I think, I, I think to myself after I tell the story, I'm like, am I embellishing, like, am I telling the story accurate, I I need to confirm, so, so I call up Steve, I'm like, yo, man, I call him Admiral, and he calls me Boatness, that's a story for another day, so, uh, I'm like, Admiral, yo, the flat tire story. I have a couple. I want to make sure I'm using it, okay, in my work. It's beautiful. Uh, but I want to make sure I'm not making sure. I, I have two clarification questions for you. He goes, all right, what do you got, Botanist? And I said, the first one is, how honest, honest to God, how long did it take for you to get enthused after the millisecond in time that you discovered you you're, you have a flat tire in the middle of the desert in 120 degree heat with no spare, and he responds like as if I had insulted him with such a sophomoric inquiry. And he goes zero seconds. I'm like word uh, second and final clarification question, Admiral. <laughs> How were you able to do that? And he goes. Years and years of practice. There you go. I am telling the story perfectly. Thank you. Bye. Love you later. <laughs> That's the deal, man. That's the deal. Every set of circumstances can be created from if viewed masterfully. How do you view it masterfully? Practice. Practice. Stop fucking having a problem with what it is and do it for years. I read a uh, research study not long ago that said that uh, on average, humans complain once every 11 seconds. Huh? Because, spiritual yeah, just, number eleven. Good, your spiritual number. So I think about oh, that's another good podcast
0: percent. title. Your spiritual number. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> and I have to decide. Oh damn it!
1: All right, you ready?
0: I'm ready, bro. All
1: right, name this beer. Michelob
0: Ultra Light. <laughs> did I get it? You did. You saw it. You saw it earlier. I didn't even... I didn't even... I saw it. I saw it. Okay. I saw it. Exactly. I gotta... I gotta I'm, I'm about to unload on you because I've got notes from what you've said. And, and the first... Pre, the preamble to the notes is I don't know another human being that I could be more yet right now. Yet as of now. There, there's just so much in this already. This this conversation that we're having and I'm so fucking grateful to be having it with another Christopher. Uh, yeah, man. There's just like, like, I just feel like we're going back and forth and she's like, Brr, of pure value and humor. And I'm pointing that out and I'm grateful for it. So thank you for saying yes to this. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Uh, but, go yeah. ahead. Did you have a thing? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 you got haven't... a thing. I have a thing. I, probably with an S on that. It's probably what plural. I, I also, I, I so I'm going to deliver the thing and I totally thought about, which it might happen, uh, me just getting up and being like, I have to grab another beer <laughs> and leaving you. I, you shouldn't have told me that. You, should, you
1: Fuck, man. You should have just done
0: that. I will. I, I probably Well, Well, you can't now. It's like, well, there he goes doing the thing he told me he was going to do. Like, I You give me will, no chance to it, It'll still practice. be fun. Like, You'll be in the middle of a story, and I'm just going to leave. Or maybe I'll be in the middle of it.
1: You know what's so fun is <laughs> – <laughs> So, so he, he telegraphed that. So says, bullshit. So what I was about to say to him – I don't care. He doesn't need to be here for you to hear this – is I have decided with my team that we're going to actually break down the moment, like the, this moment, from the John Creasel episode – Right, of my podcast, which is called Tough Talks, Tough Talks, Conversations on Mental Toughness with Chris Norris. If you want to check that shit out. So we're going to actually take that and use it as a case study of like this is life. This is how it works. Right. Unanticipated, unrequested, maybe undesirable. But that's that's the part where the learning is. It doesn't need to be undesirable. It could just be unanticipated or unrequested. Doesn't mean it's bad. Events and how to respond, how to practice. So so I love that. So, so I just told the story about Steve and the flat tire. Years and years of practice. He's got more years of practice than me. He's able to go with zero seconds between events that most people would consider adverse and enthusiasm. That's where I'm headed. That's where we all should be headed. We, well, delete. That's where we all can be headed, if we want, and do the practice. So I'm actually pretty pumped about the way that I responded to it. I wasn't super pumped initially. I was being a hard grader of myself. I was being a little self-abusive. Um, I actually sent the raw video link to Steve Hardison, said, would you watch that segment and just tell me your thoughts? And he watched it instantly, and he said, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect, and he's right. He's right; it is perfect. It, that's where I am. Yeah, but you're a mental toughness coach, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, because I dec- so I decided to name myself a mental toughness coach it means I need to respond instantly to all of life with enthusiasm when I'm not able to yet. No, but I'm getting closer, and I'm happy. I love that. That's the real point: is that with practice, and I've been practicing this, and I, and I take zero seconds off. I exist in a perpetual state of self-inquiry, asking myself if I like the way I'm responding to reality. Oh, welcome back, bro. Been, i tell you, we had a good little chat right there, me and your tribe. Do oh. you have anything to report? I, I just, we just had an amazing little dialogue right there.
0: Here's what I have to report. Are you ready? Couldn't be more. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing that. And ready, listen, listen carefully. Identify that beer. Oh, uh, that is a Genesee. Like
1: <laughs> you're you're in Cleveland. No, there's no chance you're drinking a Genesee.
0: No, um, no.
1: no. I bet you you've one. never had Genesee
0: in your life. Cream ale. One more guess. No, I've never had. I've had. I've had. um, Hennessy and Guinness, but neither of those are Genesee. No, nope. <laughs> oh. excuse Ooh. me. Um, guess again, <laughs> you copycat. Look at you. That's not what it was, though. I've been, I, I was taking a leak and I was drinking. I just opened this one off camera and I fooled you. I opened a different one, which is it's not Genesee. What it's is a that? columbus lager american lager by the columbus brewing company columbus there was a zero lager.
1: i'll tell you zero chance zero percent chance of me guessing that because i never heard of that so, you could have guessed this one though yeah so yeah we were talking about like so it was cool that you got up we were talking about you know the the john Cresel thing and, and like you know my response is perfect because it's where i am it's it's my response is is completely um correlated to where I am with my practice. Okay, so Steve's got years of practice, like you said. So he's able now, because of it, to respond instantaneously to a flat tire in the middle of the desert with enthusiasm. I'm not saying, and neither is he, that that's the way you should respond. There is no should. should, The thing is, it's like you can respond to anything in life, however you please, but not without practice. Without the practice, you're going to simply respond automatically the way you've been taught to. I was giving a workshop one time, and we're you're talking gonna cry about Cry like this. a baby. You're just going. To, yeah, you're going. To, you're going to fucking suffer unnecessarily. So I was giving a workshop uh, on the, you know, on mental toughness. It was an intro workshop. It was at Pelican Hill in South uh, California, Southern Cal. And and a, and a dude stood up, and thank God he did. He had real courage. It was so good for everyone that he did this. He wasn't really getting it, he wasn't picking up what we were throwing down right now. And he said, So, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that if I get, I swear to God, we were talking, he was using the example of a flat tire. This is years ago, so years before what just happened with Steve Hardison. I didn't even know that story didn't occur yet, so I couldn't use that example, which I do now. And he said, Uh, wait, so, wait, wait, so you're telling me that if I get a flat tire, I'm supposed to be happy. And I said, no, bro, you're not getting it yet. In fact, the question that you just asked itself is born out of the, the what you've learned. You're like you can't ask that question right. if you right. weren't trained to believe, like even the way, the intonation of the articulation of your question comes from your conditioning because you're convinced that getting a flat tire is a fucking pain in the ass. You're convinced of that. Otherwise, you would never say, wait. So I'm supposed to be happy? I'm like, no, bro. The answer is you're not supposed to be anything. You can be at, well, however you goddamn choose. If you do Are you telling work, me I'm nothing? You could respond however you damn please <laughs> and have that be whatever you want it to be if you free your mind from the condition of your past. You can't. See, the question itself is born out of the convincedness that a flat tire is an inconvenience that's just an interpretation it's not an inconvenience it's a it's a tire that's lost its air the end that's it it's not an inconvenience unless you have it be who's it shakespeare said nothing good or bad happens until you think it's so that's from hamlet can you drop any hamlet bro hmm 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 uh-uh. 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 i think not romeo and juliet you were
0: ill-prepared I've been studying yeah okay well get back to me nothing I've good st- I've been studying how I may compare this prison where I live unto the world <laughs> oh, you're oh, lightweight you know that and for That's because just, the world you know, is populous and here is not a creature but myself I cannot do it
1: don't worry all everyone listening I've got, I got this I got him
0: I'll, begets, I'll hammer this out my brain I'll prove the female to my soul and my soul the father and these two beget a generation of still breeding thoughts these same thoughts people this little world in humours like the people of this world for no thought is left contented it's not hamlet but it's richard the second shakespeare i got you richard the second or third i don't i don't know is <laughs> that was that's your third beer? We'll go with Richard <laughs> the
1: Third. <laughs> All right. You got anything else on your?
0: Like Bro, your little, I have, you got I have,
1: uh, you got any unchecked marks? Any anything?
0: I have on your no little shopping list over there. I, I have any. any topics? Did did you even? At what point did you realize that I was doing Shakespeare? I feel like you you had no idea until. I I didn't know until you told me. Oh,
1: wow. So you thought that was just a ramble of... Uh, no, I, I didn't think you were making that up on the fly and not giving you that much credit. I thought that you were just accessing some shit that you memorized from somewhere.
0: Okay. It was Shakespeare, not That's Hamlet. A, very impressive. But Shakespeare.
1: That is remarkably... Good job. Thanks. So nothing good or bad happens until you think it's so. Right? Everything just is. Until yes. we go this. So there's three ways of interpreting reality. Right? Low grade, neutral, high grade. This sucks, is this, or this is great. And the different variations of great and sucks. Low grade, neutral, high grade. All right. so, my, the pra- so when Steve said years and years of practice, how are you able to respond so instantly to a flat tire under those circumstances? Years and years of pra- practicing what? practicing stopping have a fucking problem with what is what Kirsten Murty said stopping having a problem with, he's able to say that but you know what he didn't say oh and by the way that took me fucking decades to be able to do it i simply don't have a problem with what happens well you you were born that way but you probably didn't stay that way well maybe mm-hmm. Maybe he did. Maybe he was raised by gurus and shit. And, you know, he like, practiced not having a problem with reality like all day, every day for his whole life. Like the, like, the, like the enlightened teachers that, like, that coached me up when I went over to, to the Oneness University in southern India. These people in their 20s, they've spent their entire lives in a state of self inquiry. So they didn't lose the ability to respond to life spontaneously with enthusiasm which i do believe is our i do believe that that's our default that's our normal they weren't educated or trained to experience life problematically like we've been what do you have a mouse in your pocket pocket well no i keep the my mice in my pocket <laughs> uh yeah, chris, chris you cheers. might want to switch to some lower abv bro <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't have any. All I have is alcohol on the desk right now, <laughs> and I don't. I don't want to leave you again. Okay. This is. I hope you don't leave me again. I don't know if I could take it. I. That's another. I have a program for you that. Okay. We'll be able to. Later, maybe. Um, Krishna Morty apparently was like homeless and found as a fifteen or sixteen year old, and they're like, "This is the reincarnated." enlightened so maybe he was always that way is what i'm wow. saying I'm, I'm yeah, sure maybe. i don't know i wasn't neither i was, was I. I was very well or trained. i was i don't remember
1: i was i can speak for myself which is that i was extremely well trained to i have i totally mastered having a problem with what is i think that's true for most of us right yeah. that we have really been conditioned to have a problem with what is. We've witnessed our greatest role models growing up, you know, impress upon us having a problem with what is. So we witness that, we don't know we're learning it, and we mimic that, we don't know we're mimicking it, we're practicing it, we're mastering having a problem with what is. The work is to reprogram, right? To reprogram ourselves so that we can, as Byron Katie says, respond to all of life with enthusiasm as fast as possible or instantly. Isn't it a great title. Byron Katie her her what I think is her most famous book is Loving
0: What Is. I Love Byron Katie.
1: How do you not?
0: I love you, you know what I've I've done I've I've gone back and I've looked at my favorite teachers and their kind of awakening moment and hers, do you know do you know what her awakening moment she, was? She
1: when she woke up on the floor the bug. Yeah, yeah. I you know it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to do my thing now because I have I have a collection of like six different things. I'm going to wrap all in one just because it's so – I love that. <clears throat> so enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Oh, baby. He, he did it to me. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Nothing. How long did it take me? How long did it take? Some people might be thinking as they're listening. How long did it take you to get to a point where you could just confidently not do anything and narrate you're not doing this? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to disappear so that when he comes back, no one's even here. That'll get him. So stay tuned. Like, go, you know whatever you've been listening to this podcast for 82 minutes take a break come back i'm hiding
1: is he trying to get me back oh i can't wait to see how he responded to that
0: (sighs) i bet you want to ask me how long it took me to be able to masterfully do whatever it is that i did while you were gone I was born I with it, by the way. <laughs> okay. We'll call
1: you Judo Kent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You're never, ever,
0: ever going to get this. You ready? Uh, I can't not listen after that. I'm Come on. Ready? Up. You ready? Yeah. It's just zero chance. Yingling Light.
1: That is an excellent guess, and I wish I had some Yingling. You know they don't even sell
0: Yingling out here in Arizona. That's why I went for it.
1: It's the only remaining Dogfish Head uh, drink that I have. It's their new. They're doing. They're now a distillery in, in addition to a brewery, and it's the vodka crust with blood orange.
0: Did you it. go? Did you run down your steps?
1: I did. You're fast. I've been, you know, I've been
0: training. I'm training. So. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Nosra, nice driveway. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time someone said that to me this week. <laughs> nice driveway. Okay. So the notes that I have, I'm, I'm going to share. I'm going to share the notes as they are, and then I'll okay. do them. Enthusiasm, dildo, memory tattoo, Prajnananda, stand-up comedy routine. Oh, great. Dad's got a hold of Facebook. I'm blessed, too. Those are the notes. <laughs> I know what they mean. And now, yeah, you were, what?
1: How many substances were you under
0: the influence of <laughs> when you made those notes? Um, I did that during this conversation. So, alcohol oh, okay, and so, caffeine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh serotonin dopamine dopamine, by the and way. And serotonin and dopamine. It's a wonderful that's a wonderful cocktail right there. Yeah. All of those together. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna begin with dildo because Yeah, I knew That's well, yeah. an no, duh. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> International symbol
1: for hey, turtle. Turtle. That- yeah, this is this is turtle.
0: <laughs> Everyone knows that. And this is flotation device. I'm I'm already saying there's going to be a part two podcast where we talk about uh, stuff relating to that because honestly there's some there's some stuff that's been coming up with me in my past around trauma and sexuality and l- literally I'm I'm bookmarking now that for another uh, but, but I do want to that's have a, it that's it
1: that's an important dialogue as I mentioned to you yesterday I was yeah I was, was a guest on Anna's yeah. Um, Anna's podcast, um, Anna Maldanova, whose name, last name, is now Ditchburn. She married Laban, and her podcast is the ultimate trauma recovery podcast. I'm not getting it perfectly yeah. correct, but anyway, yeah, we yeah, we went there, man. We went deep. Yeah. And I'll go and, there. I'll go there uh, if you want to bring that to your audience. It's it's that's an important. I don't believe we should be drinking or joking during that one. Yeah, what the
0: hell with that. Not drinking, but I don't. There's always time for jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put a bookmark if, if we naturally go there. If it gets to that point, I'm just. I, this is what I'll say. People that I've worked with and just whatever natural people that that come into my life, there tends to be uh, sexual trauma. Whether it's someone that I've, whether I look up to them or whether there's someone that's an equal, I mean, everyone's an equal to me, or someone that I'm working with as a client, that has definitely been a theme. So yeah, genuinely bookmarking that. And yeah, if our conversation goes there, I'm all right with it. And if not, I'm happy to save it for another day. But I think it's something that deserves to be talked about it deserves attention it deserves to be looked at because i i, I it's well, yeah let's have I'm that let's, have, let's have that be an episode of its own yeah that's what that's that's what i'm getting at and the, and the reason that i'm speaking this way and maybe if someone is listening and there's been like some hesitancy and stumbling over words it's not just because of the booze it's because like that's something that i'm afraid to talk about and it's there's a lot of shame and stuff around that so side note that Back to the dildo. (laughs) The
1: most unsmooth (laughs) segue in
0: podcast history. (laughs) Uh, Can I get that on a plaque? Are you sure you can attribute that one to the booze? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Um, So I was, I was, but it's, 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 Contextually, very similar to our. All her. right. So what do you? What is? What's, what do you got? All right. So I was interviewing my friend, uh, who is going through or was going through, a shift in gender, g- transitioning. Yeah. And I said, "Is there anything you don't want me to talk about? Uh, is there anything off limits for me to talk about on our podcast?" And they said, uh, "Don't talk about." how i eat my own shit off of my dildos and i said i'm not going to talk about that i won't talk about that Jesus however Christ. during our actual podcast they said i thought you were going to and i'll link up the actual podcast i thought you were going to ask me wait a minute, you about-
1: can't do that you can't do that because if you link up the actual podcast you're talking about what he, they asked you to talk not talk about on now
0: but we ended up talking about it, and it was okay. Oh,
1: can I can I just ask a clarification question here in the middle of this? Sure. Is, it, is this somehow going to end up with like a question that I'm able to respond to?
0: There's. Are you just not telling a story? I don't. I don't. I don't have a specific question associated with this. I think it's just going to be a natural dialogue that unfolds between us. okay yeah good okay so i said is there anything i shouldn't talk about they said this they showed me a can of kidney beans and they said i thought you were going to ask what i was eating and i said i want to ask what you're eating but what i'm thinking about asking is the thing that you told me not to ask about and then i got based on their communication that it was okay and but the reason I'm sharing this whole thing with you, Chris, is because of the moment that you had with the countertops with John. I'm, I'm, I'm relating to you the most awkward moment that I've had in, in my short nine, eight episode, pod, nine episode podcast history. And they ended up bringing up on camera their dildo. <laughs> I don't even, we'd have to look back at the podcast to see how I responded. It felt, I'd, I'd give myself a beat. A B, maybe B+. plus, um, But yeah, sure enough, they were showing this massive, I think it was purple dildo on camera, and, and that's that. Uh, how many years did it take me to prepare for how I responded? Well, you'll have to watch the podcast to, to see. Uh, uh, okay, so
1: um, I'm looking forward to you sharing the link to that in the show notes. I will, I will grade you
0: myself. Awesome. I'm okay. looking forward to getting better than a B plus, but I don't know. I don't know what the grade will be. We'll, I don't know either. We'll see. see how you responded. Okay. This is, this is what I want to show you now. And this is part of the, I'll, I'll okay. I'll get a stand up comedy routine. Steve Hardison. I said to him and you, and I believe I said this to you, that this year I was gonna do a stand-up comedy routine. Uh and I did it. And you did it. I did what I did I did it and it was it was not the way that I thought it was, but then it was the way that I thought it was. I sent to Steve what I did, and he's like, I'm gonna watch all of this. Steve Hardison. And apparently he watched three hours of me babbling on doing this stand-up routine that wasn't that funny. I mean it was pretty funny but it was wasn't three hours yeah yeah at least three hours okay anyway anyway i ended up doing it uh recently in in costa rica i did it and i i wasn't even thinking it was it was like one of those moments where i did the thing and then after doing the thing i was like holy shit that's exactly what i said i was gonna do and it was the way that i actually imagined it happening and people actually laughed at me with me, et cetera. And that, that brings me to the point of, oh, great. Dad's got a hold of Facebook. I've been having this vision of Steve Hardison's and I, I have a vision of him more than I do of you because I haven't really done what I've done with you with him. Like I've never had a live actual chat with him. So I have more of, I, I feel like I'm, pedestalizing him if I could use that as a word and I have this funny vision I was thinking of this as you're sharing the um him being stranded on the side of the road I was thinking like his kids being like uh, the, at the, the moment when he discovered Facebook oh boy dad's got a hold of Facebook <laughs> just watch <laughs> it's just like this whole funny image of, of his kids reaction to dad the ultimate coach having Facebook and it, that that so that's oh, where he it, notes. Yeah, he's using it.
1: You know what's interesting though is he wasn't stranded. Uh-huh. I know that's not the point that you were making. I, I, I get that, but uh but it's worth pointing out. He he was he's just never stranded. And neither by and, virtue and, none of us are, but, not, uh, exactly uh, but we see saying. it that way. He doesn't see it that way. Yes. He was gifted. That was a gift. It was a gift. There's an opportunity to continue to create right and that can only be that way if you'll see it that way and you can only see it that way if you'll do the work to practice, stop having a problem with what it is and that is practice and I want to make that abundantly clear, you know like so we, we were talking about it earlier, and I don't believe we finished I when I said that there was a scientific study that suggested that we as humans complain on average once every eleven seconds. Well, that means every 11 seconds we have an opportunity to get in a rep. Amen. Yeah. So all the reps add up to strength. You know, one push-up doesn't do shit.
0: You're muted. Can't hear you. Last thing I heard was one push-up doesn't do shit. Nothing. It's totally silent. I'm lip reading, hearing you say, I'm not worthy of hearing this. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Bro, I still can't hear you. I'm not kidding. He's pulling a joke. He's trying to pull a prank on me. Unless I'm in some alter... I'm going to unmute the Facebook. It's totally silent. Uh, well, this is I can hear you on the playback on YouTube, but it's 30 minutes, 30 seconds behind. I'm gonna turn that down and see if we can get your audio back. Yeah, still can't hear you. He's doing a countertop hashtag countertop on me. I know it. You're funny. You think you're funny, man. No, I'm not joking. That's what I'm. I can't hear you. To fill the silence for our short attention spans. I'm just kidding. Who am I to say that you're attention pan? Attention pan? God, I have definitely drank too much. Chris, I still can't hear you. You can hear me? Can you hear me? You can't hear me. What? Can you hear me now? Dude, this is bizarre. I can't hear you on, my, on the desktop or on the phone. And you can't hear me either. Fuck, he's just joking. He's doing some kind of joke on me. Ah! He's got me on mute this whole time. I know what I'll do. I'm going to FaceTime him from my laptop. I love it. I love what is. So, Chris Doris, boom. Calling him right now. Calling him from the laptop.
1: Okay. So, what's happening?
0: Can you... Are you screwing with me,
1: bro? No, I swear to God, I cannot hear you. I'm not kidding. I'm not not messing with you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can hear you now, but I don't... Well, okay. Did you
1: hear me like before you just called me?
0: No, and I can't. I can't. The, the crazy part is I can't hear you on my on my laptop or on the phone. Did, where where did where did the audio drop out for you? Did it drop out on your phone? Yeah,
1: yeah. So can the who? Oh, did the recording? Did you stop the recording?
0: No, every everything's still recording right now. And it's gonna stay that way.
1: Right. Can the people who would be listening or watching this hear us, or are they just watching us be like you know,
0: lip syncing? I this the, what what my intuition's telling me is we continue the conversation like this, and we'll see what happens. What do you think? I
1: say we make one more cool point and shut her down okay yeah because they, i mean if people can't hear this they're like fuck
0: yeah 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 you're right you're right,
1: All right and that's not going to be amazing for your podcast branding either
0: how so, I, I where that's coming from is i'm enjoying this conversation
1: so one of the things that i was looking forward to dialoguing with you with today well uh which you you, you actually referenced earlier was um vibing
0: up Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so can we do that can can i can i cut you a deal because i don't care who hears it even if it's just you that hears it that matters to me and me so two points vibing up and then my point and then we close it down
1: a word. all right so uh dr allison arnold
0: yep you
1: know doc alley
0: we're connected, yeah. We're, we're supposed to have a conversation soon.
1: Oh, nice. Very
0: nice. You connected That's me with her. She actually, I attribute my healing from my own sexual trauma uh, to her. She helped me heal that. So she, she's the most
1: influential in that regard. Uh, but she's also taught me a million things, including uh, the following. We are always either purifying or polluting the environment with our thinking. We are always either purifying or polluting the environment with our thinking. Our thinking is is actually uh, measurable uh, vibrationally. There is a device called a magnetoencephalograph, which is this big contraption that you know you sit underneath. It's a big round, like overgrown, like kind of old school beauty salon hair dryer looking deal, and it it, it can de- and it detects the frequency or the vibrational frequency, right of um, the content, the activity of your mind, your thoughts. So, thoughts are measurable vibrationally. We're all, always vibing out. We're always, always emitting. Right? And, 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 you know, animals know it. And so do we. Because, you know, there's phrases like, oh, you know, I just got a bad vibe from that cat. And and we think we're being metaphorical when in fact we're being extremely literal because you are in fact getting a bad vibrational cue from that particular person. So ah, it's such a vibe. is good vibes. Yeah, that's actually very literal. So um, we're always either purifying or polluting the environment with our thinking or with our the vibes that our thinking creates. So what I've found to be tremendously useful is to take that science and to capitalize upon it selfishly divinely selfishly it's also good for planets happens to be great for me which is i make my life a lot easier by vibing up like all day
0: vibing up she said vibing out you're saying vibing up vibing up yeah yeah, like intentionally
1: vibing up like doing a thing like before I get on a call is think my way into enthusiasm think my way into joy think my way into get to think my way into lightness of being thinking great thoughts just saying good shit to myself like man life is good it's so beautiful I love that I get to go see these people today right? I love that I get to be on you know Christopher's podcast today. I love that I get to have this coaching call this person. I love that I get to call customer service for Verizon, and have that be real. Have it be real, you know. And before I do get on a call, you know what's a great—if you want to link it in the show notes, there's one of my YouTube videos it's called "How to Capitalize on Enthusiasm." Uh, it's either capitalize or benefit from. Just if you just, you know, you'll find it. It's enthusiasm, and it's a story of how you know I was on a trip to uh, San Francisco to give a talk. And the company Salesforce was finding me out the day of it, which has never been done, which has never been done for me. I've been working with that for 10 years and they never flew me out the day of the event because it, for obvious reasons, it's a little risky because some stuff could happen that would prevent me from showing up on time and all those things did, but, uh, and that, without being a spoiler, what happened was, you know, all the stuff, I'm using air quotes here went wrong, that's air quotes. 'Cause nothing goes wrong, it's just an interpretation.
0: Like this podcast.
1: Like life. <laughs> right. So uh and I started going south with it in my brain. And then I, I, I was cued by a guy who was going postal. A guy who's going postal on this place, fucking berserk <coughs> on on the phone with customer service because the flight was ultimately cancelled after many, many events. And because we were going up, down, up, down, up, down, like, there. oh, no, we're going to leave it. Oh, we got to go back and fix this. And we're going to leave it around the tarmac. Well, we're, we're in seventy-first the first place in line. And, and then, <laughs> crap. And it's like, so, and then it was ultimately canceled because the flight crew timed out, which I didn't even know was a thing until that day. this guy was nuts. And he was my reminder of how not to be. So I decided to vibe up and I called customer service and magic. In suit, bro, because of the vibes. So, same thing with Steve when he got his flat tire. He calls this woman and she's like, You're nervous. Like, is this not typical. And he's bringing high vibes and she wants to help you. And I go, try to experiment with that, everybody. You know, next time you call like customer service, when you got like a problem with like DirecTV or your refrigerator breaks in your home warranty company or your phone company, anything, anyone, anyway. and you're calling about a problem, experiment with this. I'm not telling you this is the way you should be. I'm just saying experiment with it. Before you make that call, change your vibe. Like, bring it way up. It doesn't mean you're being complacent. It really means you're manipulating the person on the other end to want to help you. And it's good for everybody. It's a healthy manipulation. It's a beautiful thing. You're inviting them up. You're inviting them to accept your invitation into the high vibe experience. So, so it's already going to have to have this be a promise. It can be like a get-to experience. We get to solve the puzzle. My TV's not working. I'm carrying on my bill. What's going on? What the fuck? That's not gonna. That's not the vibe. Bring the vibe. Like, yo, know, you know, check this out. We got a puzzle to solve. And we're going to get it. We're going to get it. You with me? Let's get after it. Come on. Let's see how that changes. through this experiment with that. I'm going to go meet some people in a few minutes. Now, I'm actually getting all my, my frimy Friday at then then later on. I'm going to go meet some people at the sports bar across the street. And I'll tell you, that's just a casual hangout for me, right? That's my cheers. But I, I swear to God, I vibe up before I go in. And I know what I'm doing is I'm bringing an invisible gift that may or may not be accepted and I don't have any attachment to whether or not anybody accepts it. Okay, I'm bringing it. It's free. <laughs> right? And I just bring this Energetic expression of like goodness, of joy and enthusiasm. And, and you know what? People feel instantaneously, man. You see, it. people want to like, you know, respond to you in, in ways that are joy filled. And it's a gift, and it's a gift for you, and it's a gift for them. And it's easy, and it's free, and, it's, and it never runs out. So practice experimenting with altering your vibration in other words just bring high vibes or good moods put yourself into great moods before you go interact with people and 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 just notice how differently people respond i tell you it's amazing how much free shit i get (laughs) all right that's my thing what's your thing 'cause I got 10 minutes before
0: my Friday bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be concise. And re- and receiving receiving said him never. Receiving what you're saying, man. There's a whole Byron Katie story about her having this experience when her flight was delayed, and I will link that up in the show notes as well. I never seen that. Yeah, so I'll link that up. Enthusiasm enthusiasm that's a whole word that i'm not going to be able to get into not not this podcast but what i will say in closing is a t-shirt that chris doris sent my father and he knows why my father had a stroke uh when he was 26 years old into his short-term memory loss the number one thing he reminds me of is not to take myself so seriously rather sincerely alan watts quote and I just recently got a tattoo. Excuse me, I'm not wearing pants. It's my podcast. I don't have to wear pants. <laughs> I don't care.
1: Oh my God. And I have a
0: tattoo. Can you see it? Hold on. I,
1: oh, wait, hold on. hold on. Hold on. It says, don't forget.
0: It says, don't forget.
1: And it's, and it's, a, and it's a shining light bulb.
0: That's right. And that's in my father's handwriting. And the reason I got that tattoo... Pardon me.
1: <laughs> Are you going to leave the camera just like... <laughs> <laughs> this,
0: is, uh, this is unlike any other podcast. <laughs> what did, did you expect anything less? Uh, don't forget. And and yeah. So enthusiastic. Enthusiasm, entheos, which is to be filled with the spirit of God, of the fucking miracle that is you, that is me, that is everyone all the time. And that's, that's the one point that I didn't touch on is enthusiasm, but I, I, I didn't, well, all we did was touch on it with our way of being. And I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm filled with gratitude and we could do a whole podcast on, an, on it and to be filled with the spirit. And I'm, I, I'm filled now, and I'm so fucking grateful. And like I said, if no one else hears this, and it's just you and I, it doesn't make a difference. And I hope that it is also being recorded. <laughs> Me too.
1: <laughs> yes. Enthusiasm. Enthus. Yeah. Uh, another way of translating entheos is
0: uh, EN means in, and theos
1: means creator. The creator within. So enthusiasm is perhaps one of the most intelligent uh, emotional states that we could ever choose to think our way into and operate from because it activates all forms of creative genius and um has us be the miracle makers that we're designed to be this has been a lot of fun brother cheers brother cheers man
0: enjoy the evening enjoy the bar enjoy the meeting well
1: i'm gonna enjoy my friendly bro right now
0: this is part part i'm saying part one Part one of this podcast.
1: Very good. I can't wait for part two. Thank you. Peace out, man.
0: Peace.